Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, beware the coming information catastrophe in about 200 years. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So this is Daily Bolt, episode 116, and I apologize for this being as late as it is in the day. Uh, I'm committed to trying to get one per day, uh, but sometimes they're going to be late Pacific time. Most of the time I'm hitting my usual target schedule pretty well. Today, unfortunately, I had uh, a 120-mile drive followed by a two-and-a-half-hour commitment and just didn't happen. But I do have an interesting topic for you today, so I hope it's worth the wait. And my... uh, Headline for this uh, podcast sounds a little sensationalistic, and it it certainly sounds that way uh, until you get to the in about two hundred years. Uh, this comes from a story that was has been picked up and published. And you might think that it's the media coming up with the phrase "information catastrophe." It is not. It is actually the scientist who has done the work that I'm going to talk about in just a few moments. Uh, The scientist is a senior lecturer at the University of Portsmouth in the UK. This is quite a few scientists in the UK I've been highlighting recently, but they've been coming out with a lot more stuff. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why that's the case. Regardless, um, he is a physicist. Uh, Got the... uh, Scientist's name is Dr. Melvin Vopson, and a lot of his work looks at the physics of information creation and what that means uh, when you create digital data. And uh, as it has often been said, anything that's on the internet uh, often never really dies. It's backed up, it's archived, it's recorded, and often comes to light uh, after some investigation where it has been dug up from wherever it has been archived and restored and recorded. And all of that data does take uh, a certain amount of physical mass. It's data. It's information content. It's digital content. But when you store it, you have to put it on a disk or optical media or some sort of medium that has mass. And that's what Dr. Vopson decided to take a look at. How much mass are we going to have in data storage, information storage, uh, especially digital data storage, uh, if the current trends continue? And current trends over the last decade to decade and a half in terms of how much digital data exists has gone on something of an exponential curve of sorts, the same type of curve that people worry about for running like climate change and many, many other uh, issues in terms of the world. Uh, It's that type of exponential growth that uh, is potentially concerned here in terms of the data. So what Dr. Vopson did was he projected, if the current rates continue, how much mass we would need for data storage. On the planet. And he also found a couple of other things along the way. He basically uh, said that the world will reach what he calls a singularity point 
in terms of how much digital information is there and how much power it's going to take to continue to sustain that information in an active form so that it's retrievable. That's the other interesting piece of this puzzle. And this is where he comes up with this term information catastrophe. Once the world reaches this singularity point. And uh, in his view, this uh, fact that there will be so much demand for power and energy to support data archives and data storage, uh, that this will just complicate everything else because of just the massive power requirements you need to uh, fuel it. And when you get to the when we get to the singularity point as a planet, according to Dr. Vopson's projections, we will get to a point where there will be more digital bits of information created than atoms on the planet. And at the same time, the digital information production alone, not even the storage, just the production, will take most of the planetary power capacity. So what he has found is that this singularity point will be reached in about 150 years from now. That would be 2170. And it would be about 130 years of that, so 20 years before that singularity point, when we get to a point where the power needed to sustain digital information creation would equal all the power we currently produce on our planet from every means, solar, oil, gas, wind, geothermal. So when you think about the Green New Deal, and if you think about how much the data is going to eat up of that Green New Deal, um, is it even, does it even make sense? Of course, one can ask, does keeping all this data make sense? That's a whole other question. Uh, and the interesting thing is that if we take it, this out a little bit farther, past this singularity point, assuming we somehow have the power available, maybe we harness the power of the sun somehow, and it's, it's our power source for the data repository in some way much more efficient and multiple orders of magnitude more than we receive from the sun every day just by uh, sunshine. Uh, by 2245, the, ma the mass of digital bits that are stored, and this is hard to get your head around, uh, but the mass of the digital bits will be half the current mass of the planet. Again, that's hard to get around to until you start thinking in exponential curves. Uh, if we assume that digital information production growth is sustained at about a 50% increase per year, and that's really been close to what it has been the last decade, by the year 2070, there will be one kilogram, 2.2 pounds of digital bit content. You take that out another 175 years, the exponential curve shows that that one kilogram becomes an enormous mass. Something to think about. If we really keep all that data in storage and produce it and have the weight to do it, what's all that extra mass going to do to the planet? If it's really half the planet's mass, 
that may, on top of our of what the planet's mass actually is. That's one and a half times the planet mass. Is that going to affect orbital mechanics? Is that going to affect other things with climate, the rotation rate of the planet? There's all sorts of things to ponder about this, even though it's 200 years off. I wouldn't rush out and start screaming that the sky is falling anytime soon over this. However, this is something very interesting to think about. Uh, when you have, you know, kind of free moments and wonder about the nature of the universe, you might wonder about the nature of the digital universe. I think for now, I won't add to any more of the digital data content and we'll bring this daily bolt to a close. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Have a good night, good morning, good afternoon, and stay safe.